Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Unbothered Podcast, where we like to talk about America's fifth sport, MTV's The Challenge. And today we have a very special episode. We are doing an interview with an OG challenge champ and all-star season one badass, the one and only Miss Kendall Shepard. We'll add that in. Don't worry. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. And uh, Kendall will be cooking. Or as she said, attempting. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> While chatting with us. It's pretty sad when um, we're at, oh, we ordered pizza. And mm. it came, it was pretty burnt. And um, my kids, a middle child specifically, was like, I don't think it's bad. I think it's pretty good. I'm like, I like it's used to my cooking. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like poor guy, they have to do better. <laughs> Oh, that's adorable. I love that. What are you cooking this evening? Well, um, what am I attempting to cook? It is low FODMAP, slow cooker, chicken enchilada, quinoa casserole, gluten-free. Hmm. Right? Sounds good. That sounds yeah. like it's good. My, my child is on a low FODMAP diet because he mm-hmm. can't or fructose. So no gluten, mm. uh, no lactose, um, no garlic, no onions, which is in everything. Yeah. So having to try to get creative. Luckily, there's things like gluten-free Oreos. That's true. So that's, mm. <laughs> that's helpful. Yeah. There's, there's a so lot many of gluten-free stuff out now. Yes. Yeah. 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 Didn't used to be good, and now it <laughs> now it is. Yeah, it's compared to like five years ago, it's it's a whole different ball game for people with their food options, which I think is great because we're not all the same. Not everything works for everyone. Yeah, that's for our doctors. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so we're gonna jump right into it. Obviously, for those who do not know, your original season is the road rules campus crawl. And that was, in my opinion, an all-star season because they had you, Darrell, Rachel Robinson, Shane, Sarah Grayson. I mean, you all have become legends in the challenge world. And it's just crazy to just see all of you on the same original season. Um, How did you get on Road Rules? Is it something you wanted to do? Was it just kind of like an accident? A little bit of both. Um, I auditioned for real world is what I thought. Um, I didn't really know much about road rules, like at all. Um, once I learned what it was, I'm like, oh, I've seen that show. I just didn't know what it was called. Um, so when they told me I was like going to be on road rules, I was like, what? No, I thought real world, like, you know, the house, that's what I want. But, um, but I'm really glad (laughs) that they put me on road rules. That's really more my jam. And uh, I don't like sitting still and like, you know, I like to be on the move and try new things and all of that. So I think I probably would have gone insane being in a house. So I I didn't really plan on being on road rules, um, but it worked out. It absolutely did. I 100% agree. And so then after road rules, the next time we see you, um, at least in this type of little reality world is the inferno. And obviously you won Mm -hmm. champ with your rookie season. (laughs) 
now was inferno the first um season like was that the first time you got a call or did you get a call for any seasons prior to that no no um before that they only did the gauntlet and rachel i think it was just rachel and shane maybe Darrell. i'm not sure that they're they had chosen a few people for that one. Oh, and Sarah, Sarah was on it Sarah, too. Yeah. Um, Gauntlet Queen, right? And uh, and I remember being a little sad. I'm like, how come they don't want me? <laughs> right? But then the next time it, it was Inferno. And so then they called me and Darrell and I think, oh, and Shane, um, that was it. So we just kind of got to wait your turn. Um, and then after that, there was more phone calls, but I just wasn't really, I mean, it was, it was fun. I did it for fun. Um, I didn't think I could win. I wasn't really there necessarily to win. Um, the only person who really deserved to win that season was Katie. So uh, I don't know. I, I think it's funny when, I, when I'm called a challenge champ because I don't think I really did anything. But I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, take it. Because trust me, there are other champions who have done way less and they came away with the title so either way however you get i think is what derek has said before on um on his challenge mania podcast it doesn't matter how you got there yeah as long as you got there you You are absolutely deserving absolutely deserving of it um with the inferno it's been a long time since i've seen it um did you have any were there any moments on there that you remember that like really stand out to you that you experienced or any particular challenge that you just really remember whether it was loving it or hating it oh man yeah um generally speaking I have a really terrible memory but there are some that it's like I don't know it's just so unique of an experience that I'll remember forever um one not so great challenge was being in the chicken suit um and running back and (laughs) scooping up cornmeal and maggots, I think, in our mouths and oh. And the worst part wasn't even that there was maggots in it. It was because the cornmeal was so dry. It was like, ugh. So that was not fun. And then to find out, I guess, Timmy peed in the chicken suit that we all had to wear. So that wasn't fun either. Um, like, dude, you're a guy. You can go wherever you want. Why the chicken suit? Anyway. Um, and then what else? There's a Oh, the rock climbing one, we were like on this rock wall and it was hanging above the water and had to scale it. It was the first time I'd ever like rock climbed. And so I was really scared. I didn't know what the heck was going to happen. I was just thankful that when you, if you fall off, you don't fall into the water. Like you just kind of hang there. So that was a relief. Um, But I was one of very few females to make it all the way up. So that was pretty cool. Um, And it sparked like my interest for for doing that sort of thing. Um, that was fun. What else? Oh, there was, <laughs> these are the things I wish they'd bring back um, where we went to the market and had to sell items and see which team could make the most money. Yes, um, I remember that. They show clips of CT and like a thong. Right. Um, yeah, so that was fun because um, I mean, it was difficult because very, I, I don't know if anybody, maybe one person spoke Spanish. And so we're trying to communicate with people and trying to sell stuff. But then we also feel bad. We don't want to take their money for crap that they don't even want. 
So um, <laughs> it, was, it, it was fun. And that's, that's what made it great is we just had to laugh at the absurdity of it all and just kind of make the most of it. So that was fun. Um, yeah, there was a lot of, lot of great, great times. Um, I was in my own little world most of the time, just um, not, not too aware or, or thinking mm -hmm. or plotting or whatever. And uh, it's a, it makes it a lot more fun when you're not the target. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you could say it was a little bit different of a feeling on the Inferno than it was on All Stars 1. Yeah. So although probably not for Katie because, you know, she was the target. And, yeah. Throwing her in and uh oh, oh yeah. Wasn't nice. So was it a, Ooh, go ahead, Frankie. Um on the Inferno, I was pretty young when that came out, and I just want to say that there you were like one of my major crushes. I had a major crush on you on the Inferno. <laughs> specifically, every time I saw you and your confessional with like your crimped hair. <laughs> I don't know Sorry, if you remember that. I didn't hear any of that. Hello? Oh, I, I said specifically when had you had your... So it froze up. Um, say that again. <laughs> specifically in your confessionals, when you had like your crimped hair, that's what I, I would always be like, oh, she's so beautiful. And then you like, oh my gosh, those hormones were definitely out of whack, right? <laughs> Oh, I love the crimped hair. Those yeah, were the I days. To say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of, you know, bringing it back. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of crimped right now. It's in a braid from working out. But um, yeah, it, uh, this is crimped. Hey, mom jeans are in style. So crimped hair can make a comeback for sure. Right? Yes. Right. And they're way cuter than mom jeans. So uh, yeah, I will take <laughs> crimped hair over mom jeans any day. <laughs> Any day. Oh, sure. No, thank you. <laughs> they don't look good on anybody who isn't very small, which is not me. So we'll keep those in the 90s. Um, but speaking of kind of how <laughs> being a target, did it surprise you on All Stars that you were kind of made a target, like especially kind of early on? Yeah. I mean, looking back, no, not surprised. Um, but at the time, yes, very surprised because my whole goal. You know, I, I read posts of like fans and stuff and they'll, they'll kind of make fun of people who don't do anything on the shows and they call them wallpaper, right? And, and so I was like, that's my goal. I want to go and I want to be wallpaper and I just want to like <laughs> blend in the background. I don't want people staring at me. I don't want people like, I just, I just want to go and like have the experience, just see if I can still do this stuff and then, and then go home. And so when I'm like trying to blend in and not be seen and all of a sudden people are like, Kendall, what happened? And everybody looks and it's like the camera and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like, this is not, not in the plan of work, of work. So that, um, I don't know why I wasn't like thinking that that would happen. I don't, I don't know, but, um, but walking to elimination, like I could, I could feel it. And I was just getting myself so worked up. Um, and then after that, I mean, I thought for sure, like my turn's done, right? <laughs> my turn is done, but you just never know like wh when the rules are going to change or, you know, who's going to align with who, and then when that's going to change. And 
so it's just um i yeah i'm not i'm not very good at at that and maybe if i watched the shows i would do better at like you know thinking in that that sort of way um strategizing but i just i don't know i keep saying well, it, i think i don't yeah, but you're you're also really good at the challenges, and I think that intimidates people, and so that puts a target on your back too. So mm -hmm. I think it did. I I don't think it did at first. I think I think I just didn't have any friends really, and so when mm -hmm. people are looking at who to put into elimination, I'm like, okay, well, I've got this person, this person, this person. I know them. I don't know them very well, but I'm not going to say their name right out of the bat, and I don't know you. <laughs> so, right. so I, can see, I can see why they would say, oh, okay, Kendall, right? Um, totally makes sense. I just, I don't know. I just wasn't prepared for that. In my mind, it was, okay, well, whoever doesn't do good is going to go in. And in my mind, I got fourth. So I thought, like, I should be good. <laughs> so, boy, was I wrong. I'm hoping to do something else um, memorable so that that doesn't end up being like, my claim to fame, right? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. What would you do to uh, get your claim to fame besides that? I have no idea. I really <laughs> don't know. Um, again, not good at strategizing, but forever, forever, it was just um, like that inferno with Leah and just how crazy that inferno was, right? And so I was just sort of attached to that. I was fine with that. wasn't I wasn't necessarily the center of it. It was just something I was a part of, and blah blah. Um, and so, and then now it's like, oh, full blown panic attack. Like, great. What what could be more upsetting to somebody with anxiety than to have a full blown meltdown on national television? You know, it's like worst thing has happened. So, I guess. I mean can't get any worse than that right so I just have to I think it's relatable too though it is there's you know lots of people have anxiety attacks I think it's relatable to see somebody on tv that you know yeah goes through the same thing and the mm -hmm. editing was quite funny I mean I, I had to laugh but I was yeah the editing always makes things interesting. Um, but I mean, we really rooted for you on all stars one. Like I really felt for you when you were feeling, when you had the like anxiousness, because I'm like, that would be me where you're like going back and forth where you're like, am I doing this wrong? Am I not doing this right? And you yeah. kind of like, just, you put too much pressure on yourself. It's not even everyone else. It's just yourself, but you still mm -hmm. did really well. And did you kind of mm -hmm. surprise yourself with how well you performed on that season? I did. And because uh, I, I, I really, I just wanted to know, like, do I still have it? Right. And um, so to go into elimination, each time I went in, I felt like I came back out more confident and just stronger. Like, okay, I can do this. Oh, look, now they're scared because I'm doing this. Right. So it was, um, it, it, I got exactly what I wanted to find out if I could do it. And I could, I did. So that, that was uh that was good. That was good mm -hmm. for anxiety, right? Otherwise, if you don't face your fear, then you just continue to like live afraid of it, right? So, um, so it didn't, yeah, even, even though full blown like meltdown, um, 
is is good. And I think it's good for, you know, my kids to see like people yeah. aren't perfect, right? right? And and we look at our parents like they've got it all together. And then as we grow older, we realize, oh no, they didn't have it together either. <laughs> you know? And so I I don't know, I'm just showing my kids that like you just do your best and face your fears and don't give mm-hmm. up and just keep going and and maybe something good will happen. And that's an amazing thing. And that's something all parents should show their kids, you know, because we're right. Once we become adults, we're like, you know, nobody told me that this is what adulting really is. And it's like, kind of like a shock to the system. So it's nice when people show this is how regular people can be too. It's okay that you're like that as well. And I think, again, that's another reason why we really rooted for you. Um, And one thing I also loved about your time on all stars, I loved your friendship. It, even your friendly competitiveness, but mostly the friendship that you had with Kellyanne because she had, she had your back at the reunion that you weren't invited to for some really stupid reason. We still don't understand that, but I, I just, I love that. And I mean, you guys now have, um, yoga bitches together Mm -hmm. and I, I just, I just love it. Were you and Kellyanne kind of friends before, um, all stars? No you guys met on all stars that's amazing yeah okay tori oh gosh tori hall she's now gwen um she she told me like okay i think you're gonna love kellyanne and i was like i don't know who she is (laughs) she's like well you're gonna love her um she's like she does yoga too and i was like okay cool and so i felt like you know in that house it makes you paranoid it makes you like I'm a very trusting person. And so then I think that's why it was such a shock to me that people were so, I don't know, mean sometimes is that I, I, I put everything out there and then I just felt like, wait a minute, kind of blindsided. And then I felt like there was other sneaky stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought we were friends. No, we're not. Okay. Um, so just trying to figure out where you sit with people and what your relationships are. And it feels very real, but, I, and it is, but it's not real life you know? And so that's where I was kind of struggling. And so then to meet Kellyanne, and then it's like, and it starts to mess with you. head. <laughs> like, wait a minute, does she, does she really like me? Are we really friends? Are we really getting along? Is she just trying to keep me close? What's going on here? And then, um, so, I mean, I, I gravitated towards her because she was so kind, but also because my real life best friend said, you're going to like her. She's a good egg. <laughs> so I think that um, sort of facilitated the friendship as well. And then to come back after the season and stay in touch and really get to know who she is as a person and not just in the challenge house. I mean, she's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So I'm, I'm very grateful. We agree. We love Kellyanne too. We had a chance to um, chat yeah. with her not too super long ago. She's awesome. She's, I've loved her since real world, Sydney. I'm like, she's mm-hmm. a little kooky, but I like it because it's very open and it's, it's just out there and I love it. And, um, so obviously you did AS1. If you, is there anything you would do differently if you could, should you be on any future seasons? Hmm. I mean, yeah, I get asked this question. It's like, how do you, how do you just not be awkward? You know, like you can't, you can't just like go practice. 
how, like, how do you, how do you do that? I don't know. Um, my patients love me unless they're lying. I don't know. I get a lot of like, you know, kudos and cards from patients and stuff. And so I, I feel good there. Um, but for some reason, it's like, I, I'm just, I'm just awkward. That's okay. It's um, okay. But I don't know how. It's, a, how it's endearing though. I don't know. So how could I change it? I don't know. But that would be, they could be a little bit more smooth and, you know, try to learn how to strategize and, and plot without like, you know, being a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what See, I would do. I would find somebody like you, like if I was ever in the game, cause you know, fans were always like, well, if I did the show, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If I was ever in it and it was with somebody like you or even you, I would trust someone who is more awkward and like wears it on their sleeve because I'm like, that's genuine. That you're not putting on an act. Like that's not fake. You can't come mm-hmm. up with it. That's just who they are. And then I would feel like more comfortable aligning myself with someone like that, trusting you, opening my own self up because I'm a super paranoid person in real life. I can't imagine how paranoid I would be on the challenge. I would be like I you'd want to talk about making a list. I'd have a whole bulletin board yeah. <laughs> with the strings. <laughs> I can't I, imagine. I, do, I mean, I kind of do that. I have like, uh, I made a concept map. <laughs> so when I, I go out and do yoga on my yoga mat, and then I'd sneak out my little journal and I'd sit there and try and draw, like try to figure it out because I didn't watch the shows. I don't know what relationships people have with one another. So I was trying to figure out, okay, who would go with who? And and then I was like, you know, this is fun to try to figure out, but it doesn't really matter because I know they're going for me either way. <laughs> like not a whole lot I can do for that um, until like towards the middle end. And then there was like this shift and I felt like then all of a sudden, um some of the guys were being really nice to me I think because they figured out that they might need a girl partner um where like Darrell I just I never really knew like are we friends I feel like we are are we wait a minute you're talking okay what's going on um but then he would like come into my room and he made like this protein smoothie and I was like oh oh thank you <laughs> that's nice and uh what else Derek did something else that was really oh he well I did ask him my arms were so freaking sore and we were like on our way to a challenge I'm like can you please massage my arms from that tug of war thing um so he did that so there was definitely a shift and you know I complained like oh nobody liked me they did I mean towards the middle end but walking into it I was just what did I sign up for um and then and like you know that's the thing it's like you just don't know who to trust like mm-hmm. I absolutely adored Nehemiah but but he kind of goes into this little like into a shell or something you're like what is he thinking what's he doing um and you just kind of have to trust your gut I guess because you can't trust what people say nope not the well, only who, thing you can trust. Who all are you friends with um, outside of the show now? Now? Um, yeah. Well, Kellyanne, Nehemiah, Darrell. Um, oh, man, I'm sure I'm going to forget somebody. And then they're like, why didn't you? Are we not friends? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but there's different relationships with everybody. Beth, oh, my gosh, she loves to, like, hook me up with people and send me free, free stuff. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'll take that. Yep, I'll take two. One in pink, please. Um, who else? I I don't know. 
Oh, Latarian. Love Latarian. Um, he's funny. He's, I think he gets me in a way that other people don't. Um, but then I also drive him crazy sometimes too. So it's, it's like a brother sister kind of relationship. Um, I don't know. I think that's probably, those are probably like the core people, Kellyanne, Nehemiah, mm -hmm. Latarian. Do you talk to Hisela at all? John A. I talked to John A. I talked to her yesterday. Um, she's a sweetheart. What about Hisela? <laughs> um, I mean, we're not like super close or anything, but after the show started airing and then it was like, man, people get heated online on Twitter and stuff and they've gotten their big opinions and it's like, whoa. Um, and, and some of it can be quite upsetting when you read it. And then you you know what? If we're triggering any sort of emotional response from people, I mean, that's what a TV show is supposed to do, right? If you're not getting any sort of reaction, then it's probably not going to last long. <laughs> so, I mean, I just try to look at it that way. Um, and now, I mean, I wasn't, I haven't always been great with criticism. Um, and when, but now when I see people say like, oh, I don't like Kendall, I'm like, okay, cool, <laughs> moving on. Um, whereas, what, 20 years ago, I would read that and be like, why don't they like me, <laughs> you know? So I think uh, that's good. Um, but after we saw these comments, I'm like, oh my gosh, people are like getting personal. And so Hasilla and I um, had a few conversations that were like, I think our quickest one was two hours. And then our longest one was like four hours. <laughs> And so wow. just, just sitting there, like comparing notes, you know, so wait a minute, when you did this, this is how I felt. And this is what I thought. No, no, no. I did this because I thought you did this. No, I didn't do that. Oh, okay. So it was just, I mean, it was really interesting to pull the veil back and, and just look at things because now there's no agenda. Now there's not, you know, you're not trying to advance in any way or, or use people this way or get in with this group or whatever. So that was really eye-opening for us just to swap feelings, swap notes, and just try to line it up. And so that was really helpful and kind of therapeutic for me. I think it was for her too. Um, but we're not like close or anything. Um, I know that makes sense. she and Kellyanne are close. So, I mean, I don't know. We just don't have that. that it happens. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people just click on a deeper level than others. Um, mm -hmm. and so it's completely, completely understandable. So I did want to just kind of, I guess, ask you, so a lot of questions came up from the fandom seeing on all stars one, cause you have a condition that where you bruise easily and I don't want to mispronounce it. I know it EDS is the short version for it. Like the abbreviation, how do you yeah. pronounce it? Um, you know, I always get it mixed up too, but, uh, I say Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, but I think other people will say Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Mm. Um, and it's, I mean, it, one of the, I told you I was on the phone with the doctor. There's just been different things that I'm learning about it because it, it affects everybody differently. And so mm. it's really hard to try and figure out, you know, if you've got it, if you don't, if it's something that, you know, else or, are you misdiagnosed with something else and really mm. it's Ehlers-Danlos? So 
we're kind of still going down that path of figuring out exactly how it affects me. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm learning a lot and also hitting a lot of dead ends too, which is really frustrating. Um, mm. There are times when I just break down um, mm. because you don't have answers. And, you know, there are things that are very painful and, um, and to get no relief or when you go to a doctor and they look at you like you're trying to get drugs or something mm -hmm. like I don't want medication I just I just want to feel like okay mm -hmm. um so there's been lots of just tests and things um but I have a gene mutation there's like I think 13 different types of Ehlers-Danlos and so I have a gene mutation that suggests it's the skin type. Um, but then people look at me and go, oh, but you're, you don't have severe scoliosis. And, um, and so it doesn't quite fit in that box. However, um, there's a lot of overlapping between the many different types. So we're still just trying to figure out, okay, where do I fit in this group? And are my kids gonna be affected? Because that's really what matters to me. Mm -hmm if all of these weird things that, have, that I've been going through are gonna happen to my kids, I wanna know so I can prepare them or do whatever we have to do so that they don't have to go through the things that I've been through. Um, and if they're not gonna get it, hallelujah, <laughs> that's great. But yeah. um, it's, it's, it's kind of been a driving force for me to come back and do a challenge because my joints like dislocate frequently. I never know if it's going to be a rib or, or a shoulder. Um, and, and the way a, a lot of the um, disease progresses, it's, I mean, you, you Google it and you see people in wheelchairs and, and mine isn't severe, um, but I also try really hard to keep my body strong. And I know that the stronger I am, the more my body like holds everything together holds everything in place. Whereas, you know, in periods of my life where I wasn't working out, that's when I really like really noticed it. So I feel like I just try to be physically strong. And then I go to the challenge and see like, can I do it? Because I don't know if there's going to come a time when I can't. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that. I mean, yeah, I had never heard of it um, until you, but then I read the other day, I think Lena Dunham has it, the uh, actress and director. Uh huh. So I don't know how it affects her, but. Yeah, and that's, what I actually, there's, um, I have a friend now um, who, who's kind of been helping me and, uh, and I met her through Challenge Mania and she has always Danlos. And so I'll call her my, is this part of it? And she's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry, you're going through that. I'm like, what the heck? It's just like the gift that just keeps on giving. And you're like, what, what next? Like, you just don't know what to prepare for, but I'm starting to learn my body and know like what things I can do and when to push myself and when to rest. And, um, there are days when like, I'll go hard in yoga. And then there are other days, like this morning, I went halfway through the session. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to lay on my mat for the 
rest of the time. And that's what I did because my shoulder just wasn't working right. And if it's not right and I push it, then I'm going to have problems like for the next few weeks. So mm. I just have to kind of, you know, go, okay, this is just where I'm at today. And I'm just going to rest. And that's probably what my body needs right now. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to do that. Whereas before I would be really hard on myself if I needed to take a break. So, I mean, you just, I don't know, learn a lot and pay attention. That's just, it's just mind blowing. And like Tia said, I mean, you know, this isn't something that we really hear a lot about and you yourself are learning, learning about it. I can't imagine that kind of journey. It is nice though, that you do have some people for support and you're working so hard to keep yourself as physically fit, as you said, so you can be healthy and you're clearly, you've been killing it. At least you killed on all stars one. If we ever see you on another season, I do not doubt you're going to kill it even further especially cause you got your yoga mat where you can take out your journal cause no one's out there. <laughs> so you can do your little strategies. Um, and that's, and that's why it kind of bothered me. And it was funny. Um, you know, and people are like, Oh my gosh, she does yoga all the time. And like some of the jokes that they'll say, um, what was it? Somebody told Derek, like, Oh, Kimball, I want to come out there and do yoga with you, but you do it so early. And Derek's like, yeah, well, if you miss her at 7 a.m., you can catch her at 8 a.m. and then 9 a.m. and then 10 a.m. So, I mean, it's funny. But then when people say, oh, she's yoga obsessed or something, it's like, do you know why I do yoga? Do you know why? It's like, I, I, I feel like I have to. I have to, like, do something to keep my body in, in check. And um, and then it, it also calms my mind. It helps me with anxiety and center my thoughts and all of that. But um, for the first time in when I heard, oh, she's yoga obsessed. I'm like, how about ask me why? Why do I do it? And then we'll have a conversation. So, and that's, you know, it's always upsetting to be prejudged, but Mm -hmm. it's also like, it's a TV show and people are trying to win money and they have their friends already. So they're not trying to make new ones because that's somebody, you know, they got to vote somebody off. So it's easier to keep your distance and so that you, you don't feel bad sending somebody in. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure right. the people making the yoga comments are the same people who couldn't do a downward dog if a million dollars <laughs> depended on it. So <laughs> that's usually the people that are haters are the same ones who can't even do it. Me, I'm impressed because I'm like, I wish I had that kind of dedication. Um, obviously, there's a driving force behind it for you. But I mean, still, it, it's amazing. And it still takes dedication that you have to do every day and you have to l- listen to your body to know when you can push it further and when you can't. Um, so now we kind of did the little bit of the heavy stuff. Frankie's got some fun, <laughs> random questions. Sorry. Sorry about my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just a random question so we could get to know you outside of challenge world. Oh my gosh, you say my password wrong. Frankie, uh, get it together. If there was a autobiography written about <laughs> you, what what would the title be? Oh, good Lord. So you're going to ask me questions. You're going to put me on the spot, huh? Uh, <laughs> the autobiography. Oh my gosh. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, that could be the name of it. I have no idea. I have no, I have no idea. idea. <laughs> now what? Now what? <laughs> okay, well, now that autobiography is turned into a movie. Which actress is playing you as it's playing you? Yeah. 
which actress is like, you know, um, when I was in high school, people used to tell me I looked like Reese Witherspoon. So I would ask Reese Witherspoon to play me. I would be That's exactly who I was going to say. But like, you know what? Reese Witherspoon would probably yeah. be a good match. It would be but, really good. Yeah. Or like Mandy Moore. She can be kind of awkward, right? But she's got to be, she's got to bring back the blonde, the long blonde, and she could work too. I could almost even see Blake Lively being you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take a good choice too. Have a lot of good people here. Um, if there was a book you could recommend everyone read right now, what book would you recommend? Um, you know, I've uh, hmm, um, I've, I've only ever finished one, I almost finished two books. Um, in seventh grade, I read Number of the Stars, that was really great, and cover to cover, it was able to break through the ADD and I was able to pay attention. Um, and but oh you know I I'm I like I absolutely adore Wes's wife Amanda she does yoga and she's just absolutely fabulous so um I had asked her because she does she, lots of reading and um like what she recommended I just got it I'm gonna try and read it the four agreements are you familiar with that hmm. I have heard of it before never heard of it I've never heard of it either. According to her, it's a quick, easy read. So <laughs> we'll see if I can pay attention for 140 pages. Um, yeah, you'll have to let us know if it's good. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, my final okay. question. If you were a color, what color would you be? Well, I'm going to go with the my youngest child's favorite color which is rainbow. <laughs> I love that. that. That's his favorite color. First <laughs> rainbow. And then my middle child, when he was the, when he was young, his favorite color was glitter. <laughs> How did I know you were going to say that? I was like, she's going to be like glitter or something. And it's exactly <laughs> what it was. That's so cute. <laughs> that mom, is cute. Yeah, kids are so sweet. My oldest, when he was little, I asked him, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? He says, and he's very, like, very serious. He says, hmm, an elephant. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can do it. You you go be Good the best. Choice. <laughs> now I love that. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's amazing. Um, so obviously we want to kind of wrap it up because I know you have a lot to do and I don't want to take too much of your time. Do you want to tell the people if they are not following you on social media where they can find you? Sure. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram mostly, a little bit of Twitter. I can try to like, I don't know, have a, a better balance between social media and, and life. And um, I mean, I wouldn't. Don't even try to find me on Facebook. I don't. I don't touch it. Um, yeah, mainly Instagram at Kendall Shepherd because it just sort of stuck with my maiden name. Um, that's it. It's not very interesting, right? Oh, the more interesting one actually <laughs> is is Yoga Bitches um, with Kellyanne. It's uh, only they wouldn't let us. I don't know why. Oh, because there's married, I guess, yeah. but like Yoga B T C H E S. Mm -hmm. 
and okay. I will drop um, a text of all those so people will know where they can find you guys. Um, for us, if you're not following us already, people out there, we are on YouTube at the Unbothered Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. We are also on Spotify now. So if you can't watch the videos, you can listen to them. Unbothered Podcast on Facebook. Our fan groups are The Challenge Unbothered and Entertainment Unbothered. And then Instagram, we are at The Challenge Unbothered. And then Twitter is at Unbothered Pod One because somehow the handle got changed after I made it. And the underscore went away. I don't know how. We're everywhere. We are everywhere. We know you're the first. We are everywhere. I'm sorry. Um, Anyways, thank you so much again, Kendall. This was wonderful. And thank you for uh, cooking with us a little bit. I am hungry now. It's now dinner time. I don't think it's going to happen. But I got the chicken made. So maybe tomorrow. Look. That's half, that's like half the battle is the chicken. The protein is half the battle. Um, As soon as we post this, obviously I will send you a link. It's going to be a few days because we're actually going to Challenge Mania Tampa. So I will be driving in like six hours (laughs) to head there. I know. I can't believe I'm doing this. I live in Baltimore. (laughs) Driving down the coast. Wow. it's just i didn't want to fly because it's like a 400 dollars plane ticket i'm like that's ridiculous and then i take a lot of stuff so god knows how much money they would charge me for my luggage true true so but you spend that and gas getting down there and back right? um no i have a pretty fuel efficient like i have like a hyundai elantra so like when i drive to myrtle beach it's about eight and a half hours it takes maybe a tank and a half wow it's not bad (laughs) it's not bad (laughs) and it's you know mostly highway so we're good to go um but we will send you the link so that way you can share it if you would like on your ig and stuff you know if you want to put in a good word for us some of your all-star friends so they'll read our dms who do you want who do you want darrell Darrell, he does his own thing i will try but i wouldn't mind letarian call me back within like a two-week turnaround uh Latarian, okay i might have some influence there oh i would love katie too katie um, katie's she's fun i love katie oh, katie's love one her. of my all-time favorites <laughs> love her <laughs> she's one of mine too um she's a potty scared. mouth okay <laughs> i can i can send her your way um, I know that she's very busy, but I will, okay. I will definitely. Whenever she can. I don't care. I love <laughs> We'll make her. it work. <laughs> we will make it work, whatever we can do. So again, thank you so much. Um, everybody follow us, follow Kendall, follow Yoga Bitches. And don't forget to keep it unbothered, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you, Kendall. Thank Bye, you. Kendall.